Welcome all. It's a huge pleasure to be here and it's great to be accompanied by these wonderful people here. Ellie, who stepped in last minute when I said, oh, but you are here, that's great. Come and join us. We have a very short movie for you. First one, our coffee diploma system. Then there are other modules running on the background. And the last slide will be the one that we really want to talk to you about. Like, what can you do? Uh, you're here learning a lot. But how can you move on? How can you do more education? How can you use what is here and expand on it? And for those of you who are still not professionally involved in coffee, how can you become professionally involved in coffee? And do you really want to do that? Or do you want to keep it as a very nice, very extensive and very expensive hobby? So somebody who has done that track is Morten. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, uh, to be honest, I, I haven't uh, exactly prepared uh, what I want to say, uh, which I don't mind, because I, I, I hope this to be a bit more uh, of a dialogue, because this is about learning. And of course, learning is something that we've tried to formalize in the SCAE certification system. But of course, we, uh, we realize that learning is more than that, just the SCAE system. So <clears throat> I think learning is, of course, something that happens in the community of the guild, just by meeting like, uh, like this and, and discussing and, uh, and keep on insisting to, 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 to get uh, questions answered by yourself or somebody who knows or to uh, do research or just you know to, to explore yourself so really what I, I think is key uh, here is that you know what we are exploring here with creating a guild is how can we support each other in in learning um, so I think in a sense it could be interesting to to, to talk about this uh, uh, during this event where we are kind of meeting and in the hope of you know learning and inspire each other how how is this you know how is could we establish this dynamic as a guild and how could SCAE um, uh, play a role in supporting that uh, dynamic in in the guild not reducing the guild to uh, being an SCAE body so I think that was just my thoughts uh, before uh, when I saw the topic uh, of, of, of this session so I, I kind of hope that, that this is what we are going to, to, uh, to talk about. Again, having this as a session where we uh, address the question, you know, well, what's, what's the purpose of the Guild and how can we, how can we make this uh, better uh, every year? Um, so um, one thing that I, that I think is always important to, uh, to think about when... Um, yeah, taking that direction is what is the purpose? Uh, so, for example, if, if you want to go into the, the, the whole certification system, you kind of need to have a purpose to invest the time and the money. And, and this is also where the next slide comes in, because what can you, what can you use the certificates for? Sometimes I train people and say, yeah, I don't want the certificate, I just want to learn, which is, you know, okay, then that's the purpose of why we are together. But the certificate can be used uh, in different contexts in your professional journey. 
uh, and, and we actually have a slide where we try to brainstorm what kind of professions could uh, the certifications be a, a shortcut for you to, uh, to, to, to enter. So that, uh, are we going uh, row by row? Or <laughs> I also think um, that's why we asked Ali here. Uh, our system is really based on knowledge and we do deliver the tools to become professional. For instance, our green coffee is about green coffee. If you look in SCAA, green coffee module is called coffee buyer. Coffee buyer. Mm -hmm. So it's, it immediately points you in the direction where you want to go. You want to say something about your pathways? Which um, I don't think so. I think I, yeah. like probably one thing that you all might be wondering, and I don't want you thinking about it and distracted during the presentation, is how, how um, with the members vote for unification, um, how does that impact education? And um, we are working actively on equivalency and making um, one system. So if you, I think most of you probably, this wouldn't necessarily apply, but if you have participated in SCAA, um, certifications as well as SCAE, or you find yourself in the future doing that, um, you don't have to do it twice. So it's we're going to be able to honor that. Um, so anyway, just in case people are wondering that, we get that question a lot. <clears throat> so anything that um, we'll talk about today would apply to either system. So what we have done as education committee is we have tried to find all the professions that had to do with coffee. And then this group of people plus all the other people we could drag around, we've been talking to, what do you really think somebody wants to know? So we created kind of a pathway for, for instance, a barista who wants, has the dream to become a roaster. What do we think they have to know? So that is where this um, worksheet came out of, like on which level do you need to know, have, to have the knowledge of everything? And I think for me, and that's applicable to all of you, the one that really needs to know all is the roaster. Because they need to know about buying and um, grading in coffee. They need to be able to taste, because if you can't taste, you never know if your coffee will be good. Of course, they need to know how to turn those beans from green into brown and have taste on it. But they also need to know how do you brew it and or how do you make an espresso out of it. Because if you don't know, you're delivering a product where you have got no clue what it will be used for and if it's fitting the purpose. So the roaster needs to know the whole chain, basically. Anybody wants that? Okay. Well, I think Shall I? Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I I think it would be you know time to start yeah. the dialogue and, May and maybe uh, what do you think? Are we okay in that? Are we right in that? But I also perhaps we could you know I, I, it could be interesting to uh, to share stories about what has been the most important uh, you know aspect of your learning journey you know what has been the biggest uh, events for you to kind of get excited about something or really 
understand something? What kind of education program have you been, you know, part of? Because, you know, we've got the SCAE program, SCAA, and there's QGrader. You can participate in Cup of Excellence. Uh, you know, you can just take a field trip yourself without even, you know, having an organization doing it, you know. Perhaps I think it could be interesting to kind of explore a bit, you know, what has been the, you know, peak events in your learning journey. And then from that, perhaps we can derive something that we can, you know, use in the guild to, to you know, uh, use those experiences to uh, point in a direction what kind of activities could be interesting to have in the guild. Um, could that be an idea? <laughs> So we have a question from Slido. Someone would like to know if they can take SCAA e-learning modules as SCAE members, or do they need to pay for additional SCAA membership fees? No, you do not need to pay extra. You can, any SCAE members, RG members, or um, BG members can register at um, SCAA member pricing. But um, we don't have the functionality to incorporate that into the website because the only issue is that we don't know who is a member. Our system doesn't know who is and who isn't. But if you um, can send us an email, um, you can send it to membership at scaa.org or certification scaa.org. You can send it to me. I'm Ellie at scaa.org. Um, any of any of the SCA staff will be able to help you. Um, we just have we would just have to like take payment and, and process it manually, but it's very easy and we do it all the time. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so, and it, it really, we love having diversity in our classes, and we do try to schedule them at different, the online classes at different times throughout the day, so that there are some that would be convenient to everyone in the world at some point. Um, so mo the most popular classes, like the history of roasting equipment, and the um, that's one that's offered multiple times per month. It would be like in the afternoon and then the next time in the morning and then the next time very late. So <clears throat> we try to accommodate for that. But please, you know, we always want to hear from you if there's a specific desire or if you have a group or anything like that. It's very easy. Thanks, Ellie. We've got another question from Slido. It's directed at all three of you. Um, where did it go? It's just disappeared. It's very expensive and not very accessible in some countries to take part in these courses without financial backing. Can we set something up to help as a unified organization? Yes. <laughs> yes, we, I mean, we've, we've been working on this and have heard this feedback. Um, the unification is a, an excellent opportunity for us to, in some ways, reinvent our systems, and, and we're very interested in, in taking advantage of that and, and knowing that the uh, realities of cost and um, you know what that means for a professional and the accessibility. We know that that's a challenge in different markets, and the online learning platform is a is a component of that. But it's not; it's just the beginning. Uh, with regards to SAE, I can say we have a program which is called Filling the Gap, which is where we encourage chapters to approach us. And I don't know if she's here. My colleague Kim. She's uh, hiding there. She is the one who is responsible for this program. And with this program, we, 
we actively bring um, authorized trainers in the modules where it's most interesting to countries that don't have that access. So it will be smaller groups, it will be a very low price, so people can step in and we hope to create more accessibility for that. So any questions? That's the one playing on her phone there. <laughs> So I just take a brief look on those professions and all those models and everything. So I just don't see any called farmers. Do you guys having plans for like educate farmers or people related to the farming, like to the, like yeah. from plant to bean? Yeah. If, yeah. Um, we will speak for both of our associations. As of uh, 1st of January, we'll speak with one voice, but at this pro point, we are still uh, doing separately. Um, SAE is working actively in Rwanda with the, what's the name of the committee? The IESCA, or the International Development Committee. So that that's those are programs actually based on farmers and made accessible for farmers. So we have done green and century courses in Rwanda and we're speaking with different other origins to bring those programs there as well. Yeah. Um, and also right now there's um, some active work being done through the Coffee Quality Institute. That's CQI to most people. It's the organization that produces the Q grader. They also have um, a lot of development activity that they do, which um, is specific to coffee producing countries. One of the reasons that CQI was created was because um, businesses like SCAA or SCAE can't accept government funding, or at least as I know that SCAA can't. Um, so CQI was created in part to be able to access some uh, um, government funding for development work in uh, certain countries, and some of these are coffee-producing countries, so a little boring background, but it's important to know that. And they're actively working on a project developing a um, technical skills and processing certification module, as well as coffee farming um, and, agri and agriculture that is being directed by Mario Fernandez. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's a professor and his PhD isn't, he's got two PhDs or something in agronomy and education, and he's done a lot of projects through in the coffee industry in USA. He's from Mexico. Um, he's worked a lot in Mexico, USA, and in New Zealand. And then he's lived in Europe as well, I think Switzerland, for a long time. Um, but he's kind of heading this project, and there's it's very well, it's um, received its funding, and so they're developing that. And so we've been in active talks with CQI to monitor that and help where we can, but just knowing that we're not going to invent a, you know, a, a program that is already being developed by one of our partner organizations. So that'll be really exciting, and it'll be really well done. And then the other thing I just wanted to mention is that the Unified Organization will have a Producers Guild that's already started forming. Um, the individual producers have asked and sort of rallied for that. And just like with a roaster guild or barista guild, what that means in the future is that these producers will have their own events. What do you have at events? You have education. And so there's a natural progression. There's a few more questions that are popping up on Slido. Thank you, everyone. Keep popping them up. Um, or feel free to 
stick your hand up in the air. Um, I'm going to kick off the, the first one because um, it mentions a little bit about certification and I think um, what we can do uh, to make sure that the certification and the programs that we have stay relevant. Um, it says, should we be looking at the system slash education that we base the certification on and cross-check the information we are given and trained on? Trained on, teached on, so taught on, sorry. So the question is if we should revisit it or... I just That's what I understand from the question. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I can tell you that uh, we are working at the moment to come up with the next revision of the system. We've been uh, working with this for, is it three years now? So there's a lot of things that in the beginning was just, you know, this looks right. And uh, and and uh, and it wasn't. Uh, so uh, there's been a lot of experiences done um, uh, during the years. And uh, we've reached out to the ASTs to get feedback. Uh, and we have a lot of experience ourselves in the creators group uh, with training. So all that experience is now uh, being uh, synthesized to a new version of the system. Uh, for example, the whole roasting defects that was the, uh, the a workshop we did here the first day. I completely and, uh, you know, the, the, the creators group completely changed uh, the perception of that whole thing. And that has been funneled into a lot of research that is being doing at the moment, have been done. The uh, roasting defaults, uh, defects that has been now published in, in food chemistry is directly a research project that, that was derived from uh, you know, the, the dif problems of defining roasting defects in the certification system. So we did a research project um, and that is, has been published now. And also, uh, uh, I had Rob Hoos over three weeks ago to play around with his um, um, flavor modulations. So there's a lot of things that we are generating knowledge on now that we will uh, make available to improve the certification system. So there's a lot of research that has been done since the first version that is now being implemented in the next version. Um, and a lot of other just stupid things that was in the first system where you don't need to do a research program to find out that it you know should be better um, and generally in the new system you know it's been an, a concern for me from the beginning uh, how can you uh, decrease the element of chance uh, in the uh, system uh, so that you, you would prefer that one person who is failing one day would also fail the next day and vice versa. And that wasn't really the case with the first system. The problem is if you do, should do it differently, you should have some pretty advanced statistics. Uh, but so we've uh, just added more triangles in the new version so that and, and where we try to control better the difference between the samples uh, in triangles. So you cannot just have a lucky strike and then you pass. Or if you just miss one cup, you'll be out. So we have tried to improve the statistic aspect of the system so to make it less random which is a huge, I think, uh, uh, improvement um, for the system. I wasn't uh, that much aware about that problem in the beginning, um, but uh, much so now. So that's, uh, that's the main uh, things uh, that we have changed. Uh, there's actually a lot of changes. And uh, it will be uh, announced at uh, AST Live in, uh, in South Korea in uh, November. So we are working uh, full time behind the, uh, or full speed behind the scenes on uh, coming out with a new uh, improved system. So yes, 
That's yes, I guess is the short answer. We are revisiting it and improving it. Thank you, Morten. Um, we're running a little bit out of time, so I'm going to. We've got a five more questions up on on Slido, so I'm going to try and combine a couple. Um, that are, two that are definitely related in terms of missing certain information within the current uh, diploma system or education uh, system of both the associations. Um, one is about missing practical knowledge, such as um, origin trips, cuppings, sensory trips, or sensory events that could lead towards um, certifications or, or points, uh, as well as an education track for a Q grader or an ASC educator. I think we're not 100% sure we understand, but I, th I think what the question is basically about um, the incorporating different ways to reach the end result versus only being taught in a classroom environment, right? Okay, so I think, and we, we have some of that already in place and we're working on more, it's, it's really important. Um, what Morton was talking about just a second ago about um, the testing process that uh, has to really be in place, that's part of that. Basically, if you can do the skill, you should be able to pass the test. And so the test is really what needs to reflect the important things that you do in the industry. So rather than re requiring someone to attend a class, perhaps they could, um, you know, an origin trip was mentioned or Q grader. We have uh, both of those actually in place in the SCAA system currently. The, if you go on an SCAA uh, Roasters Guild origin trip, you uh, are automatically opted out of needing to take several individual classes. Um, and if you're a Q grader, there's a different like accelerated track for you to take um, the coffee taster pathway. So there, there are some of those that exist. They're really important. We're working on with our sensory summit event that we would not have the same type of training, like practical trainings. It's done at a university and it's a little bit more of a different level, but we want to make sure that those attendees also receive certain credits so that they don't have to go back and take another class that they don't really need. It's important that, you know, we want to respect our members' time and, and their expertise and their practical experience. It's just really hard to measure, but we are every, you know, we're always working on building those opportunities up and it's very important. It's a, it's a major priority of the new unified system. Uh, and I can add with regards to uh, SAE, we have been behind the screens working on this unification for a long time and as of the 1st of January, while we will still have two systems for probably a year, um, the equivalencies will be there. So what is working in SAA will work in SAE as well. So this whole practical thing will be there. Thank you uh, to our panel. We've got another um, comment slash question from uh, Darren, and I may ask Darren to um, clarify if I mis misunderstand it. Um, it's if we can set up an annual event an, or an annual regional cupping to calibrate scoring um, so that the scoring of coffee uh, happens in a more calibrated and, and universal way almost. Do I understand that correctly, Darren? You can answer yes on slide A if I, if I did. So just from coming here and coping with everyone else, I guess, around the table, it's just 
it'd be nicer if everyone was more in sync. I know there's no right or wrong way of breaking the crust, but even just if we were all doing the same thing, rather than coming in and everyone doing other stuff, like, and yeah, I guess that's it. And just so we're all using the same terminology as well. I, I think um, um, uh, that's, this is exactly what the new flavor wheel and new sensory lexicon is you know, trying to achieve. Um, so that's a great piece of work, trying to, uh, to standardize um, uh, the way that people talk about descriptors and how to have references so that people can even calibrate themselves. Uh, this is, you know, uh, it's an amazing, uh, you know, first version of this. I need, if it needs to, you know, be universal, you know, we need also to have, a, you know, a European version of this because there are, you know, there are different references available. We cannot buy the same thing in the supermarket as, you know, uh, says in the, uh, in the book uh, in Europe. And there are some other cultural aspects that would, you know, uh, uh, the same piece of work in Europe would look different. So, and I think that's important to to uh, to remember about uh, the the new uh, flavor wheel that it's 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 made in America, which is amazing, uh, and it's not universal uh, because it can never it can never be. Um, uh, we we work with a uh, we work with uh, I have a sensory scientist in my company, and every time we do uh, profiling. If we are testing differences in rose profiling, if we are testing differences in these plants were fertilized differently, if we are testing different in waters, we always have for per project to come up with the descriptors that rep represents the samples at hand. Otherwise, we will not get data. So actually, from a sensory science perspective, there is no such thing as universal descriptors or references because it's too broad. You will never get data if you are too broad in your descriptor definition. So that's why, you know, uh, if we calibrate our professional panel, we need to use them the same day. Next day, the, pre pre the, the calibration is already, you know, uh, they have shifted. So there's no such thing as a yearly calibration. You know, it needs to be the same day, it, but this is only if you need uh, rely, you know, strictly on the data generated. If you want to hang out and, you know, talk with people, how do you uh, perceive body, how do you perceive whatever, then, you know, that's inspiration. Uh, calibration is something else and that, you know, uh, every, every year is not enough to really be calibrated. I, I, I think that kind of, that's just on top of my mind when you, when you ask the question. Thank you. Um, there's a final question that I think I will take. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's asking, because it, it, it is a piece of feedback that I wanted to get out of this session as well. Um, so the question is, do the attendees of this RGE conference earn any credits towards these modules? Um, currently, this isn't the case, as um, the workshops that you're taking aren't, they're taking inspiration from the Coffee Diploma system, but they're not the um, actual modules of the Coffee Diploma system, so there's no um, uh, professional intermediate or foundation track at the conference. But what would be really interesting for us is to understand um, if that's something you would like to see happen through a, a Roser Camp, for example, you would like to have um, coffee diploma system classes on site, uh, whether that's um, uh, roasting class or, or sensory or green buying, so or, or, or green green coffee grading or anything like that. 
can I get a quick show of hands of people who would be interested in or who would prefer to have um, CDS classes at camp? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's very useful feedback, I think, for us. Uh, it's, it's something that we do at Barista Camp um, where we actually offer a, a very broad a uh, range of education, uh, not just the barista education, but we also have green and sensory. And uh, we opted to not do it on the first ca uh, roaster camp because the roasting foundation class is pretty intense and you need a, a pretty long uh, period of time uh, to do it. And with the limited amount of equipment, it would reduce the amount of people that could take a certification or it would increase the dates that we need to do it. Um, but it's good that you're all saying, but we need it <laughs> or we want it. Um, so we will try to come up with, with a way of, um, of incorporating it. And I guess also um, with unification and, and trying to uh, aligning the systems, as Morton said as well, the SEAA modules are more split up into different smaller pieces, whereas ours aren't currently, and or the SEAEs aren't currently, and so that could bring an opportunity of bringing certification into uh, into camp. So, thank you. Uh, does our anyone in our panel want to add final comments? or have any more um, concerns or things I, you want I actually do have a comment to the question about the whole uh, uh, green coffee, uh, you know, part of, or if we, if we plan to, you know, have education for farmers. Um, you know, on, on the education, there hasn't been the demand uh, in, you know, in, in Europe because we don't, you know, produce coffee. Um, so, uh, but and, and and it's been very clear, at least you know, in the in the research committee when we established, you know, looking at you know what kind of research could we do and what has been done already on specialty, and it was very clear that SCAA is very strong in 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 this, and also you know the producing countries themselves they've done a lot of work, so we kind of found you know our niche is the you know from from uh, the green coffee back and downstream. So uh, the whole unification to me is seen as, uh, you know, we get access to an amazing uh, amount of, of, you know, knowledge, skills, tradition and, uh, in the green coffee. So I think there's a lot of things that we'll kind of get for free here in Europe um, with, with the merger uh, on at the research and education. And I think that's an, uh, an amazing, you know, thing uh, that we get uh, uh, as a, you know, now bigger community uh, on research and then we can quickly funnel it into the education and, 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 uh, and benefit from that. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Morton and Marie and Ellie for... Mm -hmm.